Welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. It's like a podcast, but also super cool. Now let's dive into the mud and see what's going on this week in the world of obstacle course racing. It's Supercast episode four. Party time. I'm Jacob Bosecker. I'm Leah Hensley, and we are your hosts for this week's episode. Supercast! First, thank you to everybody. The response to this has been incredible. We're getting Um, downloads, and it's great. We are so super appreciative. We are having a great time doing it. Um... You guys seem to be enjoying it. We are open to suggestions and ideas. If there's people you want to hear from, topics you want to discuss, um, we are all ears and we we appreciate each and every one of you guys. Absolutely. We're excited to hear about things. We're excited for feedback. We're excited to field questions. Um, you know, give us a review there on iTunes or wherever, you know, what you're listening to us through. Uh, let us know what we can do. Um that's how people find us, and we greatly appreciate it. It's been a blast making this so far and learning everything about it and just getting to the culture. Uh, this week alone, I was on the course, and people were talking to me like, oh, my gosh, I like this, 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 and this. Like They like parts about Dennis talking to him, and it, it's just great to hear that kind of mm-hmm. feedback. And thank you so much to all of our listeners. Absolutely. So um, as, as most people can tell so far, we are aiming to get new content out to you guys every Tuesday. We, we will like be that. recording every Monday, so um, today I guess we'll start off too with recapping the weekend, kind of talking about what. Before races. that, before that, before mm-hmm. that, before we go there, I want to do a special shout out because I just got my mail. Like I just walked in the oh, door and what I got did my you mail. Get? I got my first round of Endure Elite. And I want to give a special shout. Ah, are you a newbie to Endure Elite? I've never tried it. And Matt Mossman gave me a special surprise on the inside. I will say I have been using Endurally now a um, couple months. Okay. Um, it was the secret weapon of that Dennis Welch Endurance Project. Um, Matt okay. kind of partnered up with Dennis several months ago. And um, I think that that group kind of helped propel it out onto the scene. Um, and we were some of the initial testers for it. And, um, if you have not tried any of these products, um, every time I turn around, it seems like there's there's a new product line. Um, started it's off really with impressive. The, yes, started off with the Perform Elite. Now there's Recover Elite and Joint Elite and Creatine Elite and pretty much everything there is. Um, they, the Perform Elite is pretty badass. I'm really excited for the Perform Elite. I also got some of their Alpha Beat stuff uh, nice. because I I, I like beetroot extract that really appeals to me but more than anything matt put a little sound bite in it and i'm gonna put that up on my instagram here in a few uh, Ooh, people okay but it, it was like one of those like you open a card uh-huh and it says something so as soon as i opened the box it was like hey jacob it's about darn time you got some hands on our products <laughs> the family, i was i was losing it so i'm gonna throw that up on my instagram that's I was pretty laughing, cool like, oh i was laughing my butt off Nice. But so we will like, have to do a product review after you give it a try and we can talk oh, more in depth. Absolutely. I just like that attention to detail. And I've seen some of his videos. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of guys I like making videos with. That's the kind of like guys I like making content with because it's fun. It's For just sure. they want to get in there and have a good time. Well, awesome. I'm excited to hear what you think of it. It's a, like I said, I've 
I've tried it. I've got some opinions, and we can definitely talk about it after you after you give it a shot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm really excited to try. I think so. I've got kind of like an hour long workout tonight. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to go for the performer lead or the beats. I think I'm going to go with the beats tonight. I um, would, if it's just going to be like a run kind of thing, I would do the beats. If you're doing runs more and of a lifting, then I would try the performer lead. Yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be running and pull ups. So I'm going to go with the beats. I think that'll work. Sounds all cool. right. So let's get into it. Let's recap what happened this weekend, Leah. What happened in the world of OCR? Well, there was, I mean, the, the season's basically just now starting to kick off um, from t- traditional sake. This is basically the beginning. Um, our season has started much earlier this year. So um, there's not a ton of racing happening. Um, it's going to be picking up in the next couple weeks. But this past weekend, we had um, race number two of the Spartan National Series down in correct. Alabama. Alabama. Now, I've never raced at this venue. Um, have you been down there? I've never been there, but my buddy Chris Chapman loves that venue. He's talked about it many times. Um, cool venue. Really fast, though, is what I hear. That's that's the feedback I'm kind of hearing across the board. Fast and flat, at least by Spartan standards. Yeah, I mean, Spartan race venues, you think of very iconic venues like uh, Breckenridge or something like uh, Killington mm-hmm. or some, some mountainous. The mountains, the, yep. Yeah, this is a flatter, faster course there. Um, kind of a little swampy, it looked like, in some of the stuff. Um, there was a photo uh, Ian Hosick posted of seeing a bush hog over the weekend. <laughs> like a swamp hog, mm-hmm. and I was just laughing. Um, so going into this race, you know, there's all kinds of questions and, you know, obviously we had the drama from, you know, from the last race from Jacksonville. Yep. Um, and so everybody I'm sure was excited to tune in and watch the live feeds, but we learned what, like the day before the race or two yeah, days day before, before? The race, a few days before they were not going to do a live feed. Right. What are your thoughts? So, and you know, I understand that because I'm from a place I've worked with Spartan on the media side of that as a runner before. And it's not always easy to get great cell service out of the place. And I'm going to say kudos to Spartan for finally owning it and saying like, we're not going to be able to get good footage. Let's just not deal with it. Okay. So that was their official standing, but then you've got the conspiracy theorists out there saying, no, no, no. The cell signal was fine. Um, they're just scared to do the live feed and actually have it live because of the debauchery that happened last time with all the, you know, viewers kind of quarterbacking, you know, kind of. You know, call it what it is. I think I'll say this, though. I, as a viewer, so there's and I don't mean to be rude about this. Like, there's not a lot of diehards like us, Leah, for the sport yet. This is true. Uh, there's not a lot of us. I would rather, and even me as a diehard, when I go and click on that, like on a Monday morning and see it's like a four hour long feed, I don't really want to watch a four hour long feed. I, I will agree with you. I think that I don't in, have enough time for that. Well, in my experience, you know, I think the live coverage has been great. And to be honest, you know, when the race kicks off, I'm usually awake at that time anyway. So I'll tune in, watch yeah. the beginning, and then I'll try to Catch figure out what time the end's going to be. And I'll kind of pop back on later. But you're right. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there the entire race and just watch the whole thing. Yeah. Um, 
what they did was they condensed it and they made it like an hour and a half long. And I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Like for diehards like us, I think that's a really good thing to do. Um, they had some interesting clips in there and that's a lot more approachable if you would. Yeah. But they didn't waste a lot of time in doing the things like, and I, I don't want to say waste time, but like showing the, the special interest stories like crazy, mm-hmm. like the old NBC show did. You can only watch so many of those. And I mean, for those that... Everybody does them now. Right. For those that don't know, so Spartan didn't do the live feed that we're, we've now grown used to. Um, but instead, they've partnered up with another media company and, and have filmed the race still, but then put it through production and edited it and made it nice, you know, much more polished. And then put it out the next day um, as a, you know, still race coverage, but just a day later. Um, So then the question becomes, you know, do you think people are truly going to tune in and watch it after the fact when they know the results? Or do you think it's going to go by the wayside? I, so I watched a few bits of it here and there. I'm really excited to sit down and watch the full thing and see what it looks like. Um, Me too. I'm in the same camp. I'm going to watch it. Yep. Especially with the results that came from it. Yes. So Um, going into the race, there was all kinds of speculation of what was going to happen because Jacksonville was a pretty eventful event, pretty eventful race. Oh, yeah. A big deal. And, you know, I am all team Woodsy. Like, I don't, I don't hide that at all. Mm-hmm. Ryan Woods is my boy. I love that guy. <laughs> He's got um, some controversy and he can definitely split, you know, get get a split vote here. I think Don't care what him up there. Yep. I think <laughs> you either love him or you hate him, but you have to respect him as an athlete and what he's putting Absolutely. out there. Um and even if you're in the hate category, you're gonna be curious as far as what's gonna happen because of this twelfth mm-hmm. place finish from Jacksonville, you know, he was gonna have to have yep. a epic race of his life to kind of pull back out from it so the question became you know could woods overcome that and take first place yep and that that was the question so i was really wanting to see him do really well in this race but i will say this we saw something even more miraculous happen from this race would you call it a miracle i would not i wouldn't say it's a miracle but i'm happy to see it happening I'm really proud of it to see VJ Jones come up like he is. So VJ uh, Jones is an upcomer. Well, I mean, we keep saying upcomer, but truth be told, he's been he's, in the sport now, what, two, three years? Don't call it a comeback. He's been here for years. He, <laughs> he is an example of someone just putting in the time, putting in the training, and progressing. Somebody young doing this. Doing, Somebody yes. young crushing it. Like this, and dedicating themselves fully to not absolutely. the social media hype, not, you know, the controversy, but I'm just going to put in the hours and throw mm-hmm. down. And that's what I respect about VJ. Oh, Jones. absolutely. I mean, the sport is still, as a whole, very young. Yeah. So, you know, most of the – main elite athletes you know we've we've seen them over the past several years vj and um john Pedlin, and there's another kid yeah there's there's these younger kids now and that are coming into the sport and doing it right and training from the start and vj is is one of those guys that has put in the time and it's now paying off and he pulled out a first place win that I think shocked a lot of people. 
I'm really excited to see what happens when we start seeing some of the women do this and yep. start pulling up there in the in the rosters. It's I agree. Be really I think this year is very exciting for the women's field because there are many more higher level women. Um, but we don't have any of those younger ones breaking the scene. Not a lot of – I know we've got, like, one of the new big names this year that's coming out is that Nell gal. Yes. And she's doing very well. Mm-hmm. But she, but I don't you know, know her age. I don't either, and I think she still has, you know, probably another season to go to kind of build that up like VJ has. To get, yeah, to get her grounding and stuff. But she's starting to make a name for herself. Yep. So and as a Becca, race- too, at that point. Becca's great, too. Oh, but for she's sure. pretty new to the scene as well. So, as a race recap, for the men's side, we had VJ taken first. Boom! Right? Atkins took second. And Kempson, right, was third? Yep, Kempson took third. Yep. But let me, like, I want to go back one week, though, because of what happened in Vegas with VJ. VJ beat the only guys that have hit the podium twice for the Spartan Race World Championship the week before. And the podium was VJ. Hobie Call and Cody frickin' Moat. I don't in think Vegas. I even saw that. That is, I mean, that's pretty like, badass. I saw that. <laughs> I, I talk about a tip of the hat to the kid. I no mean, that's <laughs> to beat Hobie and to beat Cody? Hobie. Yeah. And then to like VJ took first that weekend. Nicole took first that weekend as well in mm-hmm. Vegas. And then they turned around the next weekend and did the same thing. Right. So before we talk about the women. You know, so the men, we just named the top three. Where yeah. did Woods end up? Woods was a little bit further back. Yeah, he um, ended up in seventh, I think, because of missed spear throw is what I read, right? Yeah. Um, you know, this this is going to push some questions to Woods. Um, does he want to do the national series and continue this? Um, Personally, you know, I don't think he should. Well, I'm kind of on the fence on that because it's like – does he still is he still a player to hit podium contention? Absolutely, without a doubt, he is. He is one of the best out there. Period. He's def- I mean, his name's definitely in the hat. I think, but you know, when you're talking about these elites, that you know, I would say the race- hard part for Woods now would be the series. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like these these elite racers don't race for funsies. They don't race for their medals. They race to win, and they race to win yep. the money. Um, and, and do well in a series. And I just think at this point, we're two races out of five in, and Woods has a 12th and a 7th place finish. I think it's time to turn his focus on another series. I think Mountain Series is, is calling his name. It would be cool to see Woods in the Mountain Series. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it would be really interesting to see something like that. I think it would be interesting to see Woods finish out. And, you know, here's the thing, though. Uh, Woods is from, he's from North Carolina, right, or South? North, I believe. Okay. I mean, that's a bit of travel for him mm-hmm. to go out, because the next few races here are are all on the West Coast out there, and then finishing yep. up in Utah. I mean, he could save some travel cash there. Yeah, I mean, he'll still have to travel if he does the mountain, because, they're, you know, we're talking about Colorado and yeah, um, yeah. Vermont Which, and I mean, uh, remind me we're going to go back to Colorado and talk about Colorado here in a few oh right <laughs> we got to talk about that so anyway the ladies the ladies yes so Mar- so Nicole the first race of the year in Jacksonville Nicole made a statement Rushed it. like exclamation mark highlight put the dot like she is here she's here to win she crushed it 
And I threw that up on the Bro CR account. I was just, again, again, again. <laughs> right? Keep doing it, girl. Like So, yeah. So, coming into this race, you know, the question was, is is Nicole going to do it again? And if so, how big of a margin? And I mean, she last year, she, she suffered with some injury and some rehabilitation at the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. And now we're starting to see now, like, okay, she's coming out for guns. She's been doing a lot of building over the past winter with Hunter and those guys out there and the Kimson boys. Yeah. And- She's looking mean and strong. Well, and that then begs the question. So from what I can gather, it doesn't really look like Nicole has had much of an off season. You know, as you said, she's been kind of crushing it all winter. She's been training. Is she potentially peaking too soon? You know, is is that a concern? I don't know. I think Nicole is poised to win the point series right now. Well, for sure. Right. Um, as of now, she is, for sure. As of right now, she is. I think she can I think she could do really well in the point series. So the next race is um, is Seattle. It's traditionally a colder, wetter, muckier race. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows what it's going to be that day. It's Seattle, right? Right. It's a gnarlier um, terrain, right? Uh, at, the, at the first half, the second half opens up a bit, so she could do well there. But um, then after that, we have Big Bear, which is a climb. It's also on the mountain series. And that Wait, one, is there, that is climbs there, scream more Lindsay to me than, than they do Nicole. Climbs do scream a little bit more Lindsay for me than Nicole. Um, but then after that's Utah. I think I'm going to go ahead and say it. Nicole's my bout to win the women's on the U.S. National Series. I mean, if she She's keeps going the way she is, I I would be a fool to bet against her. I think that... You know, the question is going to be, and only time is going to be able to tell, is, you know, can she maintain this level for the duration of the season? I think um, she can. She, but Nicole, and this is just me, normally wouldn't be my number one pick for Tahoe. I don't think that's, she would be for many people. No, I agree. I think Nicole is very good at the fast and flat, shorter you but know. I think she could have what it takes this year to pull together the U.S. National Championship. I, I think you might be right. Series, I the think series. That if I were betting at this moment, I would probably bet with Nicole. And if she comes out guns blazing, I think she could probably win, you know, West Virginia. I don't think it'll be as easy of a win for her. Nope. I think she's nope, going to nope. really have it's to possible. work hard for it. And it's going to depend a lot on, you know, Lindsay and, and Becca's racing. I mean, West Virginia, let's not forget, is where Becca kind of shocked everyone and came out onto the scene and, and just crushed it. Was yeah, like, who is this girl? You that know? was her first time she really turned heads. She'd been exactly. winning stuff for a little bit before that, but that was the first time everyone was kind of gave it a well look at this. Right, <laughs> right. You know, and let's not discount some of these other top women. We've got Rhea, we've oh, got yeah. Rose crushing it. We've all got, right there. Um, Alyssa and the Faye, Faye and Faye. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean. There's a lot of women out there that are chomping for it, too. So I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's so exciting to see a women's field like this now with 15 gals that we can just rattle off names of. Oh, I agree just completely. Rowing down used and coming be, down for blood. Yeah, it used to be, you know, three names at most, really. I mean, um, now you've got like, like, let's not discount like Natalie Miano or mm-hmm. um, um, like Ashley. Oh, yeah, Heller, Heller for sure. Heller turns around the next day and you know, takes podium. Yep. Um, well, and that's another me. interesting topic too. Is back to know, back days, the back to back days, and and you know we're seeing. I mean, Ryan, we're Kent seeing people is, not take that back to back day anymore. Right, we, most of them are not, but there's a handful that are doing it, and I'm mm-hmm. curious. You know, 
Ryan Kent is like the king of it, it seems like, on the men's side. Um, yeah. And Becca is now doing it as well, more so than the other women. So, you know, I can think back to the day when we all used to do that. Oh, for and sure. it was like every day, every race, every mm-hmm. time. Yep. And hashtag all the races. Hashtag all the races. And I think it's wise that they're not doing that every time. I agree. So I'm excited to see how this this series is going. I think that on both women and men's side, it's still anyone's game. It's still interesting. You know, I I like that we're now going into halfway through the series and, you know, there's all kinds of things that can be shaken up. I think it's great. And it's really exciting to see where things are going to happen in Seattle. I like this once a month concept. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really good. And I can't believe like we've almost done like the Brosier Supercast now for a month. So this is great. This is just fun. So we will check in with race number three and see how the series is going. I'm really bummed I'm not going to be in Seattle. It's such a cool, like I did so good there last year. Yeah. And uh, it's because it was cold and nasty and wet. And I was just like, you know what? I can do this. (laughs) Well, speaking of you and racing, let's talk about your weekend. Like I said, you know, the season's basically just kind of kicking off. So there's not a lot going on. Um, Oh yeah. But you, you raced this past weekend, right? I kind of did a fun race. Yeah. So I did. Uh, It's kind of cool because it was been controversial the past week. Some other podcasts picked up and talked about terrain race. So, and, terrain race has been in some trouble over the past year or so. You know, the whole reason I want to do terrain race, and I'm going to be va- I'm going to be totally vain here, and I just wanted one of those big checks. Like, <laughs> I wanted to go out and just nab one of those big checks for, like, my, my like, wall of obscure OCR memorabilia. Well, dare <laughs> I say, with, a, you know, opening up a potential can of worms here, those big checks this past year meant as much as the paper they were printed on because hey people weren't check. getting still paid. big phone check <laughs> <laughs> it's a big old check that doesn't represent a whole lot because people were not paid whole 75 dollars you were out for that terrain race baby <laughs> right right so you know we know terrain race is the orange you know race with the monkeys, monkeys. and you know, and now it's USA monkey yeah like so it was taken over by some new people cool events and their plan was to rebrand Terrain Race. We kept hearing, give us another try. It's going to be better. We're going to pay our people. It's going to be a new race series altogether. And yep. it's the guys over at Obstacle Course Racing Media ran it, uh, was that two weeks ago? I think so. The week before. And then I did it this past weekend down at Kentucky Speedway. Yep. So it was here um, in Georgia two weeks ago. And I didn't get a chance to go to it, but. There were some mixed reviews on it, and people were saying, yeah, it might be a red, white, and blue monkey, but it's still the same monkey. Um, Yeah. So what is your experience? Okay, so I signed up for the first wave at 7.30 in the morning, right? Okay. And I'd been getting a few, like, I never really got, like, a regular email until the day before with my with my bib number, but I heard free races, you know, free races, come to a free race. Well, that's another thing, right? They rebranded it, and now it's free. Everyone can sign up and it's free. You don't have to pay for anything. So right away, there's major red flags. There's some flags there. There's some flags there. (laughs) Okay. So you signed up for your free race. And then they announced that they weren't doing paychecks anymore. And I was like, ah, all right, well, whatever. I'll just go and race and I'll just put in laps because everyone knows I'm doing ultras and endurance now. So I'm just going to go down there and and beat out laps until my legs feel tired. I'm going to go home and have a burrito or something. (laughs) So... 
classic Jacob Bosecker. Take some photos, talk to some people, have a good time. There you go. Um, so I get to the start line, and well, I get I get there about you know seven a.m. I'm like I'm running a little bit behind, but whatever, and nothing's going yet. They're not checking anybody. Start at seven thirty. For, so start seven thirty. I'm there at seven, thinking I'm behind and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're not. They don't have it going yet. Like they're not checking people in. There's a line, so I'm just oh, kind of okay. sitting there. I'm like, okay, whatever. But I've been getting a few emails the past few days, like people asking me to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get a hundred dollars of merch credit if you volunteer for eight hours. Oh wow! If you volunteer for of uh, just merch credit though, just merch credit. Okay. And then fifty if you did. Um, like day. four hours yeah four fifty if you did half of that and i was like no no i'm not doing that but like the emails were sticking like six thousand five hundred people there and i'm like that's Racers? a ton of people that's what they said a shit ton of people six thousand five hundred people that's insane that's an enormous turnout yeah that's that's huge and that is a damn successful day well is that what you saw was there that many people that was not what i saw um (laughs) that is not what i saw at the louisville speedway all right um so i'll say this so i get in there and i I get on the other side of the thing there's not a lot of lights anything it's kind of daybreak still um but they had i saw in the background like a they had a scoop truck lifting up the rig and finalizing the rig and i'm like all right kind of kind of late on that one but whatever kind of the 11th hour there whatever that expression is yeah (laughs) and i look over to the start line they've just kind of got like this gate thing around it which i always thought about like terrain race and i'd always heard that they had jumped out of like those tubs yes the, the pool yeah, the pool of water, and I was like, but that was nowhere to be seen, so I'm like, okay, that's actually kind of nice, because it was pretty cool that morning. Right. Um, and then, but I see him putting the rig together, I'm like, okay, and then I look over to my side, and I see a cargo net, like a vertical cargo net, like we'd see in Spartan. I'm like, oh, that's nice, it's got nice trussing here, that's okay. cool. But then I look at the bottom of it, and the, it's got the cargo net over it, mm-hmm. but all the D-rings at the bottom aren't connected. So it's just and waving like, in the wind. Yeah, they're just waving in the wind. And I'm like, all right, well, somebody's going to come over here, obviously, but we're getting close to game time here. All right. Like, it's like 7.15 in the morning, 7.20, somebody, and it's obvious now we're not going to go off at 7.30. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. um, but they're starting to put together, I noticed then suddenly they're putting together the merch tent, they're putting together the bag check tent, and this guy comes peeling up in a big silver truck and a starts worker? looking at the... Well, I didn't know who the dude was. He jumps out of the truck, looks at the cargo net, and jumps back in his truck and peels off again. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, at this point, I'm just going to take my bag back to my car instead of dealing with the, the bag check. And I'm going to go and I'll put my stuff away. I'm just going to take my hydro pack and put my keys in my pack. And I'm just going to do my laps. I'm not going to run for guts now that first lap. I'm just going to go out there, keep my pace, keep my heart rate low, and do my thing. Fair enough. Um, and I I could tell other stories about like an email conversation that I had with Terrain Race leading up to this asking about multiple laps. But anyway, so I get out there and we start, we eventually start the race about 8.30, 8.20-ish, 8.15, somewhere in there. 8.30? So we're like an hour late? Yeah, like an hour-ish late. Good. But oh, so this was the other thing. So like suddenly the guy in the truck peels off, right? Mm-hmm. And then they like... A few minutes later, two or three guys come over to this vertical cargo net, 
and they just mm-hmm. start taking it down. So they just said, forget it altogether. They just took it down. Like, <laughs> like it was, and they just put it to the side. And like, I'm just kind of sitting there with another friend of mine, Taylor Clark, who's a runner up mm-hmm. here. And we're just kind of like trying to figure it out. Like, was it unsafe? I don't know. But it well, looked- having been to many races with some many sketch obstacles, it's a good thing that if it was sketch, they took it down. But then that makes you wonder, like, how were you supposed to be having this major comeback if we're now two races in and there's already some questionable stuff going on here? So, so yeah, so it gets kind of even more questionable as we go. Like, so we get going and, mm-hmm. you know, they have like a four foot wall. Very G-rated obstacles, things that you would see at like a Warrior Dash or something yeah, like that. Right? Basic entry stuff. Um, yeah, like a they've got a balance log out there made of two by fours that they've thrown out there. So okay, like, okay cool. so doable stuff for the newcomers. Doable stuff for the newcomers. Well, then all of a sudden we run to the top of the hill and there's a 15 foot rope climb with no hay or water underneath it, and no volunteers really. Are you kidding me? And I'm just kind of like, all right, cool. I'll climb it real quick and get out of here. Uh-huh. And, you know, the thing was, there was a huge lack of volunteers. I'll say that much. Um, Which we're noticing as a basic, a common theme across the board of racing. It's, it's really hard to get volunteers these days. It is. Especially at a free race. Well, <laughs> right. Because what are you going to offer someone when you're already getting a free race? Yeah, the merch was definitely lacking. I'll say that much. Uh, there was like a trucker's hat you could get or some socks or a, band- a bandana. And people were, they were talking about like, on different things I saw. They were talking about like, oh, make sure you get one of our limited terrain race headbands. And <laughs> I'm like, everybody goes gaga about it. I'm like, okay, that's cool, whatever. Right. But no, people were seriously going gaga about the freaking headbands. They really like the, right, well, the monkey headbands. So. There you go. Get your monkey headband. So anyway, we get done with that and we get over to the rig. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we have another little cargo net thing, right? But we okay. get over to the rig. And the rig is something straight out of Savage Race. So, like, difficult. Yeah. So, it's like an upward bar, like, uh-huh. a, like a pipe traverse. Right. And then, like, nunchuck holds and baseball holds what? and rings to a bell at the end. Over dirt? Over water? What? Over dirt. Just just plain terrain. Okay. No, no uh, netting underneath or hay or water or anything. Right. And it wasn't, like, crazy. But people were definitely inverting themselves on putting their legs and stuff on on that pipe, which if you fell off that and hurt yourself. It's straight on your back. It's straight on your back. It's ain't going to be pretty. Um, yeah. Were so, there volunteers there at least watching? There was like a volunteer. Right. Um, so it, that was, but definitely like I would say like all the obstacles before then were like maybe a two, maybe a, I would say even a four on the rope climb if you wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then all of a sudden you get to a rig that's like an eight. Goodness. And then then you're done. But, it, I mean, you're going to fail it real quick. A lot of the people were just failing. And then we went to a traverse where we had multiple ropes that you kind of wanted to swing like Tarzan on these ropes that had a good, mm-hmm. I'd say probably a five-foot gap between them. Okay. Um, once again, like an eight technicality. Yeah, that's, that's a, I mean, that's a matter of technique. Like, that's not it, something that if you've never seen it before, you're going to just, just walk up and do. Right. But, um, so that's like an eight again, but the first lap I did, there was a guy just waving us past it. Okay. He's like, this isn't ready. Go, go around, go around. But all of a sudden when we got done with that, here comes that guy in that freaking truck again. And he's like, he's like peeling down like the side of the road that we're on. And like us and some of the racers thought like he was going to mow us over. So like (laughs) on the race course where you guys are? Yes. 
with goodness. like this big like Ford F one fifty, just cruising. Hey. So so we get done with the race, right? And I'm doing laps and stuff, and um, it just kind of gets crazier and crazier as I see the open waves going through, and it's pretty much just a free for all at this point. Well, it sounds like it. I mean, if um, they don't have enough volunteers there during the elite wave. Then you know, people, obviously that's going to fall by the wayside during the open wave. And that's where things get concerning. I mean, I know hearing from the Georgia racers, they ended up having to take the monkey bars out. They took some of the other obstacles out down here because bottom line, they just weren't able to provide the safety and people were falling and getting hurt and there weren't volunteers. And see, that's what I was afraid of too. Cause people started climbing the trusses to get up to the, to the rope climb to hit the bell. And like, I get out there and I see like little kids out on this thing. Like I'm talking like seven year old kids trying well, to climb yeah, because 15 foot on a truss. Is, terrain race is one of the races that will allow, I think it's seven years old or eight. Um, it was young. To run the there. full course. So, I mean, that can be scary in and of itself. Yeah. There, I mean, if I was an eight year old and there was a, there was also a Creek crossing that was, I, there was a log down further that people started walking across and I went mm-hmm. through the Creek because, you know, Wim Hof life and everything. Right. But, um, <laughs> and I, I like that now and it's kind of weird. Right. But, right. um, no, it was like, if I was an eight year old, I would not want an eight year old like waiting across, like he would be up to his head. In... Well, it'll be interesting to see how this, this season goes. So, on the Bosecker scale of one to ten, what do you say this race got? I would. So here's the thing. Here, here's the catch. Here's the catch for it. It's free. Well, that's true. So if you wanted to take a friend to something like this, here's the thing. Those things like the rig, they're gonna try it and just even get on that bar and they're gonna fall off. Right. And it's, or they're gonna try the rope traverse and they're gonna, they're not gonna make it. So it's like the the obstacle scale went from like zero to ninety real quick. Okay. Um, it would be something that you wanted to take your friend to that was a first timer because you're not out any money. Right. Um, that you could go and experience it and then see like what a harder obstacle would look like and get some kind of feel for it. So that your way- weekend warriors looking for just a funsies kind of race. I. If I was a weekend warrior, I'd say, like, if you were a regular in the OCR world, I'd steer clear. If you were, like, wanting to try one and done to see if you even like it and mm-hmm. go and see and experience what the OCR world looks like, maybe. Okay. Um, but for free, like, it's free. I mean. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, you, you get what you pay for in a lot of situations. Yep. So There's a reason we'll, it's free. <laughs> we will see how this, how this year goes for them. I think that it's. It's going to be a make or break year. I think that, you know, to be honest, I think a lot of people were surprised that they're even going to give another go at it this year, given the the reputation they built last. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see if they can recover. We'll see. You know, time will tell. That's true. So well, that sounds like you had a good weekend. I did a local trail race down here. It was no OCR, just, you know, fun little trail race. Um, but it was fun. It's nice to shake it up with Good. the training. Good. So aside from that, really, we've got some cool episodes we've got coming up here in the next few weeks. Um, some new ideas. I shared a thing on um, burnout that actually I sent to Leah last week, and she mm-hmm. read through. Um, here, probably next week, we'll do that episode. Talk about yeah, that. we're going to talk about burnout in the sport and then life as a whole, you know, focusing on millennials and, you know, 
how we go through life and you know is there a is there a um a pattern here you know it's really cool to see to think about ocr as the social media sport it's a good way of putting it because without social media i don't think ocr would be where it is today no it would not look like the way it is today Mm -mm. um but anyway continuing then on that though so that's that's an exciting episode we've got coming on another one that we want to do is i'm going to do talking about kind of like the difference between elite and age group and where like there's no line right now no and it's a it's an interesting topic as people are now registering for the races you know where do do i register age group do i register elite how do i pick and i think it's going to be an interesting discussion for us um we would love to hear if you guys have you know, questions, part of the reason why we want to share these with you guys ahead of time is so that we can get some input. Um, We're going to look at getting some, some round table discussions on our, on our supercast, um, get some guest people joining our conversation and, you know, talk about some of these topics. So these, these two are some of our upcoming ones. So if you have a strong opinion one way or another, you know, please let us know absolutely reach out to us we've had a lot of people reach out to us and it's great it's great feedback it's great conversations and we're really excited to bring that all to you yep um so for those who don't know how what what is the best way to contact you and facebook you and Jacob? instagram hit us up on those platforms we'll be happy to talk to you mm-hmm. yep. um the only search other for- thing we really oh go ahead Liv. no i'm just gonna say search for you can either contact through brocr media on any of the social media platforms um or you can contact jacob or i directly um, Jacob we're, we're always happy to talk OCR yep. with you. Absolutely. Anytime. Um, another big thing, some, I've had some interesting questions today. I threw that on my Instagram. Um, people were asking us, will we be at the Philly toughest? And I am sorry. Uh, May 18th is the busiest day in obstacle course racing. It and I will not be there. Definitely up there. I will not be there either. May 18th. I will be in Missouri at a tougher mutter. Oh, they're doing, there's tougher mutter that day in Missouri as well. Yes, sir. Oh, my stars. That's just one more race in this area. That's that day. Yep. Lots um, of racing. It's, and that is the busiest day in OCR. Yep. Additionally, though, before we get going here, and um, so two other things. First of all, one I wanted to bring up was a big change up to Spartan's schedule that just happened Friday. Yep. And that was the shift to go to Snowmass now for the Ultra Beast that has traditionally always been in Breckenridge. Yep, we're talking about the Colorado race that has been on the website for several months now. People have been registering. Historically, it's been at Breckenridge for years. Yep. I think everyone just kind of assumed it was going to be there again. And whammo, it's not. Yep, now we're in Snowmass. Which is how far away from Breck? Uh, it's, you know, I always tell people like getting out to Breckenridge, take two hours, two plus to get out there. Um, now with this new venue, we're at least four and a half hours from Denver. Yeah. So those of you flying, those of you have already signed up for this race, you might want to double check your travel arrangements and make sure your timing is good because you're going to be traveling a lot further. It's going to be a long ride. Now. There is an airport there in Aspen that you can fly into, but like anything in Aspen, it's a premium. Yeah, we're not talking like major commercial jets here. We're talking list some smaller private stuff. Yeah, but the other thing is too, though, um, they moved the race up two weeks. Interesting. You missed that one. 
Yeah, I did miss that one. I knew they missed. I knew they changed the venue, but I didn't realize they changed the dates as well. So now, yep, it was supposed to be the seventeenth, but now it's all the way to April, to August third. Interesting. So that's hard for me though because they were having Tough Mudder Columbus, Indiana here, which is literally three minutes from my doorstep, Leah. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Like we were gonna have a brosier super cookout. We were gonna Heck have. Yeah. Like, Tell people, like, when you're done here, just come over to my house. We've got brats. We've got craft beer from locals here. And now you're kicking us out, huh? Now I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. I'm so well, confused. Gotta... Yep. Everything's shifting around, so it's going to change some schedules for oh, sure. Gosh, it's going to be fun for sure. But I just don't know what I'm going to do yet. I don't know what we're doing yet. So news to come on that. We'll figure it out as we go, just like anything. Oh, no. The thing is, we're going to make it through. Um. Finishing up, though, um, the only other thing is, so we've made it now through this season of the Titan Games. Yes, it was super hyped. Um, everyone was looking forward to it. I've got to say I was a little disappointed in, in the OCR representation on the show. I think that, you know, when hearing about the description of what was coming, I think we all kind of expected a lot more OCR you know, represented and we really, really didn't see any. No, I, I mean there was there was I think Chris Wiglowski and there was one other, um, one other girl I think, but nothing. You know, no big names, yeah. and it kind of came and it went. It's over now, um. So it's gonna be interesting to see if it comes back for a second season. Yeah, it'll be interesting. However, here in is it only a week away? Um, I believe so. I believe March twenty seventh. So yeah. that's so we. Next. A little over a week here. Yep. A little over a week. Next week. We have got the next, uh, would you call it an OCR television show? Um, It's definitely, a, you know, it's a cross between a reality show and a game show. Um, It's called The Million Dollar Mile. Um, We have seen kind of hype coming. I personally have seen hype for the show. Um, She's known hyped for a while. We'll say I, that. Yes, I do have some insider information for the show. And um, once we get airing, I'll be happy to share all my secrets. Leah um, has some connections with Million Dollar Mile. I and did. as soon as the first episode is dropped, we can actually talk about that a little on Grocer here. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. But what we do know from what we've seen released to social media is whether it's an OCR show or not. They've got a lot of OCR people. They sure do. They <laughs> Including sure do. our boy VJ. <laughs> yeah, VJ will be there. Um, Hunter and um, Isaiah. The women. We've got Orla and Becca are shown. Um, Faye. So it's and I know that be interesting. I, I'll go ahead and say this, too, because he's posted on social media before. Kevin Donahue was also going to be part of that, apparently, at one time or doing something. Yeah, I'm not real clear what his involvement was. I know he posted something about you won't see me, but I was involved. So, yeah, maybe some behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, I'll I'll be interested to see what that looks like. Um, But hopefully some behind the scenes because we love Kevin Donahue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. um, Anyway. I think that's really everything I've got this week, Leah. Um, yeah. Really excited for the next few episodes here. Um, you want to give any shout-outs to anybody while we oh, wrap this up? Just the usual peeps. Um, you know, I think that um, the biggest thing for me this past weekend was ultra racing, um, ultra shoes. 
Um, I am part of Team Red, and this past weekend I did that trail race and some pretty gnarly terrain. Um, and, what was your shoe of choice? Um, for short courses, I like my um, King MTs. Yep. Um, they are lightweight. They have great grip. Um, they are zero drop and fit my feet wonderfully. Um, they yeah. are definitely my go-to for any race under 10 miles. Perfect. And see, I even use those for the longer stuff too, because I love, love the Kings. Mm-hmm. They're good shoes. Still blistering them. Good shoes. Good kicks. Um, you? I'm going to give another... I'm going to give another shout out this week to Human Octane, uh, one of the big sponsors of OCR. We love the guys over there. We're actually getting ready to release a shirt here with them here in the next few weeks. Super excited um, about it. Really excited to get that out there. Um, they've got some new products that are launching here in the next few weeks. Really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've got new shorts, new shorts for guys and women out there. Um, I love using their stuff. I was just even running the other day and running around town. And I'm like, why are I was not wearing my Human Octane gear? And my stuff was kind of bunching up a little weird. I'm like, oh, that's why. Mm. Oh, and I, I've been used to wearing human octane now for a while. I'm like, oh, yeah, love this stuff. Fits just right. Well, I'm <laughs> so. excited to try it. I, I've, I've not tried them yet. Um, I keep hearing great things. So um, hopefully soon. Absolutely. So it, anyway, I think from Bruce ER, that's all we've got here. Everybody have a great week. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. This has been the BroCR Supercast, powered by BroCR Media. A big thank you to all of our sponsors and viewers like you. Thank you.